Hello, everybody. This is the uh, the podcast called The Dictionary. You are called word nerds. I should have said that first. Um, oh, I should also mention that I f- forgot to uh, say happy birthday to my wife. She had her birthday uh, recently, and I forgot to say that in an episode. So, happy birthday. Um, okay, the first word is a uh, fun one. Boostrophedon. I think that's how it's pronounced. B-O-U-S-T-R-O. P-H-E-D-O-N, Boustrophedon. This is a noun from 1699. The writer, the writing of alternate lines in opposite directions as from left to right and from right to left. Uh, So the writing of alternate lines, so the first line goes left to right and then the next line goes right to left. I have never heard of this concept before. Uh, let's see, boustrophedon is also an adjective or an adverb, and boustrophedonic is an adjective. This is from the Greek word, boustrophedon, well, it basically is a Greek word, uh, which, is that saying it's an adverb? It literally means turning like oxen in plowing from the word boost, which means ox or cow, plus strephine, which means to turn, and there's more at the word cow, uh, so it's like the idea of in farming, you go down one line and then you turn around and then you go back the other direction uh, because it would that wouldn't make any sense for you to stop there, go all the way back to the other end and go in the same direction. So it's uh, you know it's going back and forth like that. Boostrophedon. All right, next we have bout b o u t noun from uh, 1575, a spell of activity as a an athletic match as of boxing. B, synonyms are outbreak and attack, as in a bout of pneumonia. And then C, synonym is session. This is an English dialect word, uh, which is a trip going and returning in plowing. Oh, it's similar to the last one. Um, And then from Middle English, bought, which means bend. A trip going and returning in plowing. So yeah, okay, cool. Moving on to boutique, noun from 1767, 1A, a small fashionable shop, 1B, a small shop within a large department store. Every time I see the word boutique, I think of the Monty Python sketch, uh, I think it's just called the parrot sketch, Uh, and in one version of it, he says something like, I bought this parrot from this very boutique, something. Okay, number two, a small company that offers highly specialized services or products, as in boutique wineries. Also as in an independent investment boutique. Boutique is an adjective. I was about to say adverb. Uh, this is a French word, which means shop, probably from the old Occitan botica, which is ultimately from the Greek apotheki or apotheki, which is a storehouse, and there's more at the word apothecary. All right, next is boutonniere, noun from circa 1867, a flower or bouquet worn in a buttonhole. Uh, And I have to be perfectly honest here, when I saw the word buttonhole at a glance, uh, it, uh, it looked like something else to me. The middle part wasn't there. Uh, let's see, this is French boutonniere, which means buttonhole, uh, from the Middle French bouton, which means button. 
So uh, when you are putting the boutonniere on your prom date, uh, you can say this word comes from the French word, which means button, because I am theoretically putting it in the buttonhole, but I don't think that's really how boutonnieres are put on anymore. I think they're just pinned onto the shirt or jacket. But you're supposed to put it in the buttonhole. All right, next we have Bouvier de Flanders. This is three words. First word is capital B-O-U-V-I-E-R. Second word is D-E-S. And the third word is capital F. L-A-N-D-R-E-S. Bouvier de Flanders. Uh, This reminds me of The Simpsons when they have that uh, great graduate spoof where um, Homer Simpson, is that his name? Homer? Abe. No. Oh, my God. Wow, I really had a major brain fart there. Abe Simpson, Homer's dad, uh, says, Mrs. Bouvier. Good times. Noun from 1929. Any of a breed of large, powerfully built, rough-coated dogs of Belgian origin used especially for herding and in guard work. Called also just Bouvier. This is French. Literally means cowherd of Flanders. So was Flanders the name of the family that had them as cowherds, maybe? Next we have Bazooki. B-O-U-Z-O-U-K-I. This is a noun from 1952. A long-necked stringed instrument of Greek origin that resembles a mandolin. Oh, and actually this, I think, reminds me of another Monty Python sketch, which I think I was going to mention before, but I had the wrong instrument, and I think this is the one. Um, there, I think, it is it the uh, one... Uh, oh, I can't remember which one it is, but there's an instrument playing, and he goes, shut that bloody bazooki up, because it's playing, and it's very irritating. Well, now I want to see a picture of this thing. Uh, but to do da 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 Okay, next is bovid, noun from 1939. Any of a family of ruminants that have hollow, unbranched, permanently attached horns present in usually both sexes and that include antelopes, oxen, sheep, and goats. And uh, let's see, yep, you know, I'm surprised they didn't have cows in here, because I guess cows aren't bovids, but usually you think of cows when you think of bovid, right? Because the next word is bovine, first form, adjective from 1776, one of relating to or resembling bovines, and especially the ox or cow. Number two, having qualities as placidity or dullness, characteristic of oxen or cows. Bovinely is an adverb, and bovinity is a noun. And uh, yeah, this says it's from the Latin uh, bov, bos, which means ox or cow, and there's more at the word cow. And then we have the second form of bovine. It is a noun from 1852. Any of a subfamily of bovids, including oxen, bison, buffalo, and their close relatives. So maybe bovid is just a different, it's a different family than bovine, but they're so similar. Um, let's see, the, the subfamily is bovini. Oh, and then the bovid, the family for that is bovidae. So yeah, they are definitely separate families. Now we have bovine spongiform acephalopathy. Three words, noun from 1987. A fatal prion disease of cattle that affects the nervous system resembles resembles or is identical to 
scrapey of sheep and goats and is probably transmitted by infected tissue in food. The abbreviation is BSE. Oh, and this is called also mad cow disease. So when that was in the news not all terribly long ago, uh, well, I guess it was in the 80s, but I feel like I remember it in the late 90s too. Uh, we, we talked about mad cow disease and the actual name is bovine spongiform encephalopathy. All right, our last word is bow, B-O-W. Uh, this one is bow. It's the first form. In the next episode, we will have bow, which is spelled the same way and often causes me confusion. But bow is a verb from before the 12th century. We are starting with intransitive. One, to cease from competition or resistance. Synonyms are submit and yield, as in refusing to bow to the inevitable. And that is a quote from John O'Hara. And then it says also to suffer defeat, as in bowed to the champion. Number two. To bend the head, body, or knee in reverence, submission, or shame. Three, to incline the head or body in salutation or assent, or to acknowledge applause. Four, synonym is debut, as in the play will bow next month. Now we have the transitive definitions. One, to cause to incline. Two, to incline as the head especially in respect or submission. I've seen videos of certain animals, I think they're mostly like deer-like animals in Japan, where uh, because it is customary to bow over there, the, uh, the, the animals have picked this up. You know, maybe back in the day, they would, uh, the humans would bow, and then uh, when the animal did it, they would get some food. So it's, uh, they've, they've passed down this trait of knowing uh, to bow to people, which I think is super interesting. Uh, all right, now, now we have number three, to crush with a heavy burden. 4A, to express by bowing. And then 4B, to usher in or out with a bow. This is Middle English from Old English, bugan, akin to the Old High German, biogan, which means to bend, from Sanskrit, bujati, which means he bends. So we had boustrophedon, bout, boutique, boutonniere, Bouvier de Flanders, Bazuki, Bovid, Bovine, Bovine Spongiform Encephalopathy, and Bow. Uh, well, I think I want to pick, let's see, I want, yeah, I think I want to pick uh, Booster Fidon as the word of the episode because, uh, you know, it's just a crazy word to a simple concept, which, you know, it's fun to learn about stuff like that. Like a Berberigmus. I think I got that one right. All right, we are going to end the episode there. We just finished the top of page 147. Thank you very much for listening, and this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.